Welcome to the Jesus Movement Podcast, presented by Awaken the Dawn. We host conversations so you can hear stories from across the movement, receive fresh biblical insights, and gain practical tools to experience more of Jesus's presence in your life, ministry, and city, because we believe Jesus changes everything. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome to today's podcast episode. I'm your host, Matthew Lilly. And we have some amazing stories and testimonies from what God's doing in tents all across America this year in 2022. I have some great friends with me here on the podcast who are reps with the Awaken the Dawn movement, and they are here to share some of what's in God's heart, what's in their hearts, and what the Lord's doing uh, with our movement called Tent America. So we've got my friend... Luke Long with us from Lexington, Kentucky. Got Tammy Brown here with us from Minneapolis, Minnesota. And I just want to encourage you guys to stick around for this episode because it's going to really encourage your hearts, give you faith. I don't know what stories and narratives you're hearing about what God's doing in America, but we have some great news today. We have some hope for you today that God is moving and things are stirring in amazing ways. So, Welcome, guys, to the podcast. I'm just going to give you each a chance to just say hey and uh, introduce yourselves. Luke, welcome to the podcast. Hey, yeah, what an honor to be here. So uh, I am married to Allison. We have two babies, Ruthie, who's two years old, Ezekiel, seven months. And I tell everybody this all the time, but me and Allison met at Awaken the Dawn Tent in 2018. And that is where we met. We got married. We're doing ATD tents in our city. So we are like ATD family through and through. So, so happy to be on here today. Awesome. Tammy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Um, I love Awaken the Dawn. I love tents. I love America and I love Minnesota. Um, I live here with my husband, Mark. He led me to Jesus. And we have four sons who are doing amazing things and 12 grandchildren. And I just, I love God's presence and I love um, tents and it's just fun to host his glory wherever we go. Yes. Come on. Love it. I love it. Well, you guys are tracking with us on the Jesus Movement podcast. Uh, Some of you may or may not know about Tent America. Many of you I, I know do, but Tent America is Awaken the Dawn's grassroots tent movement that's been going on since 2018 where individuals are signing up to host tents all over America in their city, day and night, worship and prayer, gospel proclamation. And we've seen probably seven or 800, maybe closer to 900 tents now over the last four or five years all over our nation. God has moved in profound ways, bringing people together from different churches to host the presence of God, to go out and share the good news of Jesus in their cities in parks, on college campuses, out in public places, just to worship the Lord and exalt Jesus. We really do believe Jesus, His presence changes everything, and we've seen that in amazing ways. So um, just there's three main components of every ATD tent that are really important to us. One is day and night worship and prayer, and we literally worship through the night hours nonstop, back-to-back. Usually there's music, live music, but we're there to minister to the Lord day and night on the earth as it is in heaven. The other component is John 17, unity. 
So we want to see the church come together as family around the presence of God uh, in real love and unity with one another. And the third component is gospel proclamation. We want to have the good news of Jesus proclaimed, sung about, shared, preached, expressed, demonstrated in these tents. And sometimes that means somebody standing up on a platform preaching the gospel. Sometimes it means teams going out, pray with people on the streets, but we want Jesus's name to be lifted up and the good news to be shared. So anyway, that's a little bit about what Tent America is. You can go to tentamerica.org and you can find the tents that are happening. You can host your own tent. We'll share more about that. But I wanted to have some of my friends who are on today just share some of what's happening this year with Tent America, because now we're having tents year-round, 24-7. People can host tents anywhere, anytime. And so we've had tents just about every weekend since May this year. Many weekends, we've got multiple tents happening at the same time. So I'm just going to tag one of you, and then we'll just start talking about some of what's, what's going on. So Tammy, I'll let you share first some of what you're seeing this year with tents happening across America. Oh, we have just seen so many amazing things happen through the tents and just his presence will come as we worship and pray and go out and do outreach and just share the gospel. I've got so many of my favorites, it's hard to pick them, <laughs> but White Earth Indian Reservation was amazing this year. I think this is their fifth year of doing 50 hours of worship, prayer and outreach right on White Earth Indian Reservation. And they really had a heart for the young people this year and just brought in some circuit rider friends who came in and spent the weekend with us. And we got to just love on the teenagers and just pray for them. We had a literally had a Holy Ghost party, dance party on Saturday night. And it was just amazing. They always give an opportunity for everyone to accept Jesus and give their hearts to Jesus. And then they do a baptism at the end. And this year, there was six people that got baptized. And this one man, Shad and Steph Markison, are the pastors up there. And they've just been consistently loving on the people up there. And they had been talking to this man for two years about Jesus. And this year, he got so excited about giving his heart to Jesus that he wanted to be baptized. And he jumped into the baptismal with his shoes on, (laughs) (laughs) big grin on his face. And so that was fun. Also, this year, we had one in St. Paul, and they took over a whole park, and they just did food. They had uh, games for the kids. They had um, worship from this stage. They had hip-hop and everything. And then we had our Awaken the Dawn tent in the corner just doing worship throughout the whole thing. And one of my favorite stories from that one was we met this young man who was living right by the park, and he had been seeing them coming and praying over the park every night, praying And he had evidently heard Pastor Tomas give his testimony at Street Church the week before because they had food and everything. And he was there and he was living in his car in his vehicle with his cat. And we went up and talked to him and prayed for him. Pastor Mike came over and talked to him, hooked him up with some of our guys that were there from Teen Challenge leaders. He is now in Teen Challenge. His mama had the week before this all happened, before the tent happened, his mama had committed suicide. So if you can imagine the healing that his heart needed and his family needed to be able to connect him with Teen Challenge and help him get healing was really huge. So Mm, I love it. I'll interject real quick. Tammy, didn't 
someone get buried at one of your tents? Was that White Earth? I thought I remember a testimony. It was, yeah. And, you know, they had been talking to Pastor Chad and stuff and just realized they needed to go all in with, with Jesus. And they're like, we think we need to get married. And they said, yeah, like, come on, everybody's going to be there anyway. And we've got food. So they fed them, you know, throughout the day and everything. So they're like, bring all your friends and we'll do it together. So, so fun. That is awesome. I love that. <laughs> I just remember seeing the photos in the leadership chat and I'm like, I cannot believe they're actually doing a marriage ceremony. That's amazing. <laughs> I know it made you happy, Luke, since you met your wife at an ATD tent as well. That's right. I mean, I felt one up, you know, I mean, they got married at the tent. So that's awesome. Luke, I know you guys just did a tent in Lexington recently. Yes. Oh my goodness. So some things to share there. So just a little context. Lexington is like three, four hundred thousand people. It's a huge mix, you know. It's it's a kind of a small metro area. So we went downtown to our circuit, district, and federal courthouses, which are all in one little block. And we set up a tent there for three days. We weren't allowed to be there over the night, but we ran thirty hours of live worship over three days. And uh it was just it was something else. So something that really stood out to me is I mean, we were in the thick of everything. We showed up that Friday night, and within the first hour, a pro-abortion rally set up 500 feet away from us, like further up the courthouse. It was just, it was crazy. It was like you know, a little snapshot of the hour, right? We had this awesome live worship and prayer for the city, and then at the same time, on loudspeakers, you hear hurt, broken people just speaking out of their pain in this pro-abortion thing. And I actually got to go up and talk to the organizers. They're young, 20-year-old. Uh, mid twenty ladies, and they were actually really nice. And you know, we agreed to just kind of keep to our side of the the plaza or whatever. And you know, it was just so. I love that the Lord positioned us there because I was hearing the worship, and then over the loudspeakers, just them sharing their hurt and brokenness of just like actual trauma and pain, and they were speaking out of that. So we were able to you know be on the mic, blessing them, praying for them. It was just awesome for the Lord to just you know put us right next to that. The next day, this is wild too. So we were uh, once again at the plaza and just six or seven blocks north, there was this thing called the Lexington Pagan Festival. They like wow. actually have a pagan festival in our city, which is just ridiculous. Well, they usually had it in the spot we were doing our tent. So uh, they moved to this other location. So we had been prayer walking for 10 days leading up to this festival or whatever. So uh, it was on that Saturday afternoon, we, we had our prayer and worship teams praying for the event, and our evangelism teams saw the most extraordinary thing. Around 3 p.m. that day, they had like a witchcraft dance, a ritual, whatever, you know, that they were going to do. And when the time came, our evangelism teams were there, and they physically could not start the dance. It was bizarre. They said, like, they were trying to organize themselves, and they could not do their ritual, and they folded the event and left. My team lead said it was a spirit of confusion that was pervading the air. They literally couldn't like just get it together. And I was like, our Lord is mighty, you know, like <laughs> he set up this prayer and worship tent a couple of blocks down the road and that worship, the prayer, the prayer walking, you know, all this stuff it was affecting the atmosphere to where they just left. Actually, it's at a place where they had like a, an astrology booth or whatever regularly there and the next weekend we saw a big sign that they had moved to another city and just like vacated permanently <laughs> come on isn't that amazing so that's what prayer and worship can do amen so 
uh, I mean, I could, it's so much to share. I'll, I'll try not to like take the whole time, but no, you know, I, I think share, this man. tent Please was share. very special. Man, it was special for me because it was different components of the body working at the same time. We had mercy ministry. There were tons of homeless people at the at the courthouse plaza, so we were handing out food and water. And then we had our evangelism teams that were sharing the gospel. You know, then we had, of course, our prayer and worship teams. We had fifteen teams from uh, as many churches and ministries come out to take all those sets, and it was just a party. And you know, we we're right across the street from all the bars, and there's a lot of LGBTQ businesses and stuff right across the street. I mean, you know, we were just in the thick of it, and it was just amazing to see the kingdom of God show up in all its different facets and just rock Lexington for that weekend, you know, and there was, it was amazing to see people like random people walk up getting ministered to, you know, words of knowledge, hearing the gospel. Uh, Another thing, we had this big Israel flag flying at our tent and several times some Jewish men and women came up and said, because we did it during Rosh Hashanah, you know, uh, feast, feast of trumpets. And they said, why are you flying the flag? And I said, don't you know? what this weekend is and they're like yeah it's rosh hashanah like we're out here to celebrate rosh hashanah you know (laughs) it just like opened the door to to minister to all these jewish you know so anyway just story after story is so cool that when you just show up to pray and worship what can happen and what the lord orders you know and to bless the city and i guess the last thing i'll share uh there was one homeless woman who actually lives in that plaza so uh it's funny you know the first night every set people would go up and pray for her it was always different people and she would always turn them away. But it was so funny. After every every two-hour set, people kept going up this woman to pray. And she finally broke down and started receiving it. And she came to me at the end and gave me a big hug and said, just all your teams kept coming to pray. And I just eventually just had to get prayed over. And I, I just feel peace. I feel loved. You guys are like family. And I'm like, yes, well, we love you too. And, you know, we want to continue to pray for you. And she said, what you brought here, I live here, you know, the peace and just what you've brought is so different than what I'm used to seeing in this plaza. And she said a lot of crazy things happened in in that downtown area. So anyway, you know, I was just so encouraging, you know, when we show up and just pray and worship what God can do. So good. I think of that story, you know, in in the scriptures, second Chronicles 20 with Jehoshaphat and the armies are coming in after him, and they send the worshipers out. You know what I mean? It's kind of the classic story that we share about the power of, worship, but how he sends the singers out, they start declaring the goodness of God and it like routes the enemies, disrupts the enemies and the, you know, they never have to actually physically fight because the the worship did the spiritual fighting for them. So it sounds like you guys were in that spiritual battle. (laughs) It's real. And we didn't even know we were just showing up to, you know, do a 10 and there you go. You're just thrown into it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's the beauty of worship as warfare is you just focus on Jesus and then he fights for you. I hadn't heard some of that, Luke. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's, it blows my mind, man. It's powerful. Well, Tammy, do you have some other stories? I feel like you probably do. I do. <laughs> Attention, pastors and ministry leaders. We want to invite you to an ATD Leadership Summit in Salt Lake City, Utah, July 26th through the 28th. This ATD Leadership Summit is for leaders from across America that carry a shared value of hosting the presence of God through day and night worship and prayer and gospel proclamation. Our Awaken the Dawn team will be hosting the event, including David Bradshaw, Matthew Lilly, and David Valier. When you join us for this summit, you will experience 
real, and refreshing connection with like-hearted leaders in an informal, fun, and relational environment, including four free meals together. Teaching and training sessions catered to pioneering presence-centered ministry leaders, spirit-filled and life-giving times of worship, prophetic ministry, and prayer to refresh your heart, interactive breakout sessions and workshops to dialogue about practical ministry challenges, and a regional worship and prayer gathering the weekend after the summit. To learn more and register, go to awakenthedawn.com today. Again, join us for the ATD Leadership Summit in Salt Lake City, July 26th through the 28th. Register now at awakenthedawn.com. We can't wait to see you there. (laughs) Well, I just wanted, I was thinking about all these different stories and there's so many. The thing that has been amazing to me is I feel like, especially in Minnesota, God has different gifts of the different people who are interested in hosting God's presence and how they've come alongside of each other with their gifts to help the different cities and like literally we'll have people drive in the middle of the night, you know, to go and do a 2 a.m. set because they love to do worship in the middle of the night, literally drive three and a half hours or four hours. People have giftings of sound, so they'll help with sound or they have a tent that they can share with somebody else. And literally we become a family our Awaken the Dawn family in Minnesota. One of our tent leaders last year, he found out his cancer had come back and he went into his doctor whose name was Jesus. And he told the doctor that, I know, right? (laughs) He told the doctor, the doctor was saying, basically, we can't do anything for you. This is inoperable cancer. And there's no, like, you just better get your house in order. And he said, I'm going to fast and pray, and I'm not accepting this. And I'm, I'm going to fast and pray and believe God for a miracle. And so he called us up, and we prayed, and his friends prayed, and we all prayed. And do you know what Jesus did? He healed him. <laughs> he went back, and finally his wife's like, you should go back. And he said, I believe I'm healed. And I said, I believe it too. And he went back into the doctor, and his wife went in, and in to, to make sure that what he was telling her was true. And videoed this testimony of of Jesus. You know, he he's like, here's the here's the scan of where it was. Here's the scan of where it's not. It looks like it's perfectly like. Did someone do surgery on? Because this is perfect. Like it's totally gone. And he said, I told you I was going to fast and pray and believe God for a miracle. Mm-hmm. And Jesus, Jesus Himself healed me. Right. And so the guy ended up admitting it was a miracle and he ended up giving his heart to Jesus. Jesus gave his heart to Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) So that's awesome. Sometimes they're small tents, they're large tents. We have, we had friends that did it in Pipestone and that was a huge tent right in the middle of their city park. And just worship leaders came together and we met friends that now come to other tents and do worship and like, Everybody loves being in his presence. So it's just been a joy to be a part of this. And people call us the tent ladies now because we love to go and pray over people and prophesy over them and encourage them and love them. So it's a joy, honestly, just to go. And sometimes they're really small. Um, We just had one that was in Forest Lake and it wasn't a large tent at all, but 
People brought their garden goods and shared them. I think they did communion. We prayed for different people and just saw God heal hearts and minds and bodies and families. We've been praying for whole families to come to the Lord. Mm -hmm. And we are praying for revival in Minnesota, that it would be a healing revival state. And obviously now I'm over multiple states and we had a just a gathering of our leaders from the different states that prayed and on Sunday night. It was so powerful. They didn't want it to end. They're like, Mama Brown, are you ending this call? Like it was went way over an hour. They were just enjoying getting to know each other and praying for each other. And it's just exciting. We have a, a leader now in Montana, Skyler, and he has such a heart for the Native Americans. And so they're going to plant a house of prayer. He came from Upper Room and he's just so excited. And we had prayed together and he got off the call and he texted me the next day and he's like, we like literally with, he was trying to meet with one of the Native American leaders that's he in that, in that state. And literally God, within 30 minutes of being on the call, off the call, God connected him and he was able to talk to him and set up in a, another appointment. And I just, God is so amazing. I love it. It's awesome. The Native American reservations are great place for tents. Uh, it's beautiful. College campuses, Indian reservations. We love it all over the place. <laughs> well, uh, Luke, did you have any other stories or anything? Oh, yeah. Um, well, I'll share two quick ones. So I recently came on, like Tammy was mentioning, uh, you know, a regional rep with ATD. And so I, I've been reaching out to some of our contacts in our region. And I uh, connected with this lady, Amy, in Mississippi, and she had been in touch with ATD previously and, and then had lost touch. And so I said, hey, you know, we're still doing Tent America if you want to do a tent or whatever. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm doing a tent next weekend. <laughs> I was just like, oh, that's awesome. you know. And so she signed up. She put her tent on the map, and it, and it happened last weekend, actually. And so I just want to share that Amazing. to encourage you know, us as a family. There's tents happening we don't even know about. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, something that we would love is to see them be connected to us and we could serve them. But I just love that this truly is a movement, you know, whether it's in Lexington, Kentucky, or on a native reservation or, you know, in Mississippi, wherever. It's just, you know, God is doing this thing. You know, you can't fabricate that. I mean, it's obviously on God's heart. People, you know, passionate, feeling the leading of the Holy Spirit to do this. So it's just, just amazing, you know, to be part of it. Yeah. I'll say, um, you know, you mentioned campuses. The first time we did a tent here locally, uh, we did it at the University of Kentucky, which is in our city. And I got to tell you, our last set, we had done a 50-hour nonstop burn. Uh, and that last set, I am not kidding. I, I've never felt the presence of God more strongly in my entire life than in that tent. We were outside the big library. The UK library is absolutely massive, like seven-story behemoth building. And there were people walking from a, a UK football game and random people I've never met before would just come up and, and come to their knees and start crying. Wow. Just passerby from the football game. Yeah. Just in tears, just hit by, and I, and I don't know, I didn't talk to a lot of them, but what I would assume is some of them probably didn't even know what hit them. <laughs> they're just walking <laughs> by this tent and all of a sudden they're just brought to tears. And it wasn't like, it wasn't crazy loud worship. It was just a sweet lady on the piano and just the, you know, faithful intercessors. It wasn't glamorous. It wasn't anything totally special other than just people who really wanted to pray and worship on UK campus. And the Lord just came mm. and hit people. 
with his presence and that touch, you know, and I know you guys know what I'm talking about, that sweet touch of the Lord when he's there, <laughs> you know, it's amazing, you know. So yes. anyway, I, I, that's something else I love about all these tents is when he shows up, I mean, that's it. That's why we're doing it because we want to be with him. Yeah. And uh, what yeah. an honor, you know. Mm. I love too that it's outside of like a regular building. It's out where everybody is. Like if we're going to go find people who need Jesus, they're not always going to be in our church. We've got to go find them. Yes. I love it. Luke, I love what you said before about it being a movement. You know, I, I just think that it's important that we realize this is not just an initiative Awaken the Dawn came up with because we said, oh yeah, we should go do tents because that seems like a good strategy that we could come up with to try to reach people for Jesus. But God is really doing something. He's orchestrating something. He's stirring people's hearts. He's speaking. Um, and it's happening with ATD, but it's happening through a lot of other ministries and movements too. Um, it really is a Jesus movement, and the Lord really is highlighting this going out into public places to worship and pray and to host His presence. And uh, and we're trying to resource that and equip that and connect with people that are doing that. Um, but we also recognize that we're we're in the flow of something that that God is doing, and He's stirring people's hearts. And sometimes we're discovering what He's doing as we go, uh, and discovering other people are getting stirred up to do it too. And so I'm expecting that there's probably people that are going to listen to this podcast episode and they're going to be stirred to host a tent as well. And that's certainly part of what we would love to see happen uh, as as people are listening and getting encouraged. So I just think that somebody's listening to this and they go, really, should I host a tent? I can't host a tent. You know, I'm not a leader. I'm not a pastor or whatever. Tammy, what would you say to uh, to somebody that's listening that maybe feels apprehensive, but maybe they're stirred, but they're a little, little, you know, uncertain or nervous. Start where you are. Just start right. You know, like if you, like Lauren said, if you've got a little Walmart tent, that's perfect. No one cares. Like it doesn't matter. Really, it doesn't even matter the tent. Right. One of our favorite tents was in, I think, Stillwater and their tent blew down because of the wind. And guess what? More people came around. They had like a little campfire going and they were worshiping right there by the river. And oh my goodness, like it really doesn't even matter. But we had one person who did it in a garage. And really, it's not even about the tent, but they it's just about inviting all your friends. We're going to worship Jesus. We're going to, we're just going to come and worship. We're going to share the gospel. We're going to love on people. We're going to pray for people. We're going to go into the neighborhoods and share Jesus's love. We're going to tangibly give away food and whatever God puts on your heart. But Anybody can do it. It is not hard. It is fun. Mm, so good. I love that. Yeah, it's, it's it's not about the tents. It's about his presence, isn't it? That's really what it's what it's yes. about. The tents are a great excuse, you know, to get out in public places. And I do think they're important in the sense that I, I think God is inviting a lot of people to use tents. I think they're a prophetic picture of access to the presence of God. They look like a tabernacle, right? And so I think the Lord's restoring the tabernacle of David in the earth. He's restoring uh, his people to his presence to minister before him and host him. And I think those tents are just a visible picture of what he's doing, where he's inviting people, come on into the presence of God, come experience Jesus, come experience the love of God. There's no walls, right? It's just open. You can just come in. There's no borders. The veil's been torn and Jesus has made a way. And so I think they just, they point to the gospel in a beautiful way. But it's really not about the tent itself. It's really about 
Jesus and his presence. So, yeah. Luke, what would you say to somebody that's considering possibly hosting a tent? Oh, man, I'm such a practical guy. So I just want to encourage everybody that it is, like Tammy says, it's really not that hard. You know, when we ran our tent, we had three pop-up tents and a buddy who brought a sound system. And we had everybody from just a couple people to like a 16-person band with three keyboards and a saxophone. And it was like nothing. You know, you just go get a couple pop-up tents and roll. I would just say don't feel overwhelmed or discouraged. What you can do is so little. I mean, it was a, a massive impact, you know, and, and like everyone's saying, it's not really about the tent. So don't feel like you have to go spend $3,000 <laughs> on some carnival tent, you know. I mean, go for it if you want, but that's not like necessary. Totally. So, and then I would just say, you know, sometimes there's bumps along the way. Sometimes it is difficult. People don't get it. You know, sometimes I hear like, wow, I, I really want to do this. And not a lot of people have the vision. And I just say it's worth it, whether people get it or not. Even if it's just you showing up with a couple of your friends, it's going to make an impact. You're going to love it. God's going to love it, you know, so just go after it. Yeah. Yeah. And believe Jesus is so wonderful. We just want everyone to know him. Mm. And so it's just an opportunity to introduce everyone to our friend Jesus. Yes. And let us know about it too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're not what alone. Awakenthedawn.com. Yes. Right. Totally. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're the practical one, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> Awakenthedawn.com. We really do. We have resources. We have a manual that's been compiled with resources for people. We have a couple of small e-courses. We've got a community of hundreds of people all over America who have hosted tents before to cheer you on, pray for you. And we, you know, we want to let people know about your tent event if you end up doing it. So that's certainly what we're here for. So, well, um, guys, this has been, this has been awesome. This has been a lot of fun and super encouraging. And uh, I think people are just going to be full of faith as they, you know, listen through the stories of what God's doing. So, yeah, well, let's pray. Tammy, would you like to? Yeah, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for every person listening to this, God. We just ask, God, that you would pour out your love over them, God, uh, that you would awaken their hearts, God. We just ask, God, for first love in every heart, God, that they would see your worth and your beauty and that you would open their ears to your voice, God. And we just cry out, God, that you would use um, just the people who have taken the time to listen, God, to bring your presence into their cities, into their state. We cry out, God, that you would pour out your spirit across our nation, God, that you'd use the foolishness of tents, God, that you'd use the foolishness of just our simple hearts, God, just longing to bring you into everywhere we are, God. I just thank Lord, for each person listening, pour out your spirit over their family, pour out your spirit love, God, over their community and their state, God. We just thank you in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Yeah, flood America with your presence, Lord. Yeah, we agree. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. We would love for you to hit follow or subscribe in whatever app you're using so that you can continue to get episodes like this every month. If you enjoyed today's episode, do us a favor and please share it with your friends and post it on social media. Be sure to tag Awaken the Dawn in your post so that we can reshare that with all of our friends as well. If you're tuning in on Apple, please leave us a rating or review. And if you're on YouTube, give us that thumbs up like button and leave us a comment and let us know what you thought of today's episode. And we really appreciate it. Finally, please visit our website at awakenthedawn.com 
You can find out more about our ministry and movement, and you can also make a donation to help support this podcast and the Awaken the Dawn ministry. Thank you again for tuning in today, and don't forget, Jesus changes everything.